And welcome back to a new episode of the StatCast with your hosts, Harrison Friedman and Sam Greenman. Sam, we are recording this on the first night of Hanukkah, 2020, and how are you feeling about it? Uh, I'm feeling great, you know. it's uh, We lit the candles, um, said the, uh, the blessing, gave out a few gifts. Got some guilt, got some latkes. Got some guilt, yep. Nice. Spun a little dreidel. Yeah, I mean... We don't have a dreidel, but you know. Don't have a. Dr- Got to get a dreidel. I mean. I I agree. It it's it's definitely a uh, a must have. Yeah, you might lose your Jew card if you don't have a dreidel on Hanukkah. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. So we're here not to talk about Hanukkah, as great a holiday as it is, and as much better than Christmas as it is. But we're here today to talk about baseball, about free agency. We haven't talked about baseball in a while. There hasn't been a lot to talk about baseball in a while. Basketball has sort of dominated the conversation. But we're going to talk free agent stuff today. There have been some contract signed. A lot of free agents are still out there. It is not looking like last winter. It's looking a lot more like the previous couple winters. So it's a little bit of a bummer. But hopefully things are going to be heating up soon. We'll get into all that. But first, Milo Hamilton. Swinging. All right, Sam, so how are we starting off this free agency talk? I don't know. How do you want to start it off? Well, I hear you seem to have um, a list of names in front of you, a list of contracts in front of you. I do not have that list of contracts, possible contracts in front of me. So why don't you read a few of that? So I think we're going to play this game where you read a few of them off. Maybe uh, should I try to guess them? Should I try to go under, like see... If I think it should be more or less, how how you think we should play this? So I got in front of me. Uh, Fangraphs did a great thing this offseason. They uh, for members they submitted uh crowdsourcing um ballots to where you can give. Uh, they ask you how many years and then what the average annual value do you think of a free agent's contract will be, and the median is provided for you in the Fangraphs free agency tracker. So I'm gonna do that. And I'm going to read, read read one off to you. You're going to tell me whether you think that's too much money, too many years, vice versa, and what do you think the best landing spot for them is. All right, let's hear what the people have to say. All right. First, we got Marcelo Zuna, mm-hmm. whose results came back as a medium of median four years, $70 million. All right. First of all, I'm hearing four years. I mean, that means this guy absolutely is going to have to go to an AL team. I think that's a little much for him. When I, I mean, it's quite true that he did just have a terrific hitting season this year, and obviously, like, probably won't have to worry about fielding again, probably in his whole career even. And so it just seems a little bit much for me. I personally go for three years. You're a little bit worried about him breaking down. He's been getting slower over the years. And yeah, like, I don't know. We here at the StackCast did predict that he was going to have a terrific season this past year, but I think it's a little bit of a mirage it's sort of like this is his last great one before he goes down i would say i would pay him a little more money for average annual value but i would try to make it three years instead of four if he's getting a four-year contract and i'm him i'm absolutely taking that but i would say a little under what team he should go to so like i said it's got to be an al team it's got to be one that wants to be relatively competitive now and there are a couple teams who would make a ton of sense for him to fit with, but they're not going to spend that money in teams like the Rays and the A's, which really would be great fits, but you know they're not going to drop that kind of cash. So it's going to be more for a team that's sort of, uh, they want to be up and coming. And I see him being a relatively good fit with the Mariners. Uh, we know that they like having, you know, they've had Dan Vogel back in years past. We know they're going to have a terrific outfield over the next several years and Julio Rodriguez, Jared Kalanick. And of course, Kyle Lewis. But I think the Mariners are a great fit for him. Uh, he seems to be the kind of guy who can still hit bombs in a stadium like that. Nelson Cruz loved being uh, a Mariner. So I think that's a pretty good fit for Marcelo Zuna. Mar- Mariners, three years, 50 million is what I would do. That's more. That's less average annual value than... No, four years, 70 million is... What is 17 and a half million per year. Oh, yeah. So 
I guess I would say three years, 55 million. Yeah. I'd like to point out he's only 30. I know he's only 30, but watch the guy run. You you can already tell that, like, his knees, his just legs overall, they're not built to last. And so, I mean, it's possible that there's going to be a team that offers him some kind of contract like that. I think it's actually pretty probable. But I think if you're Marcelo Zuna, then don't be surprised if everyone out there is only offering you three-year deals and then just take the one with the most money. Honestly, I don't see really a, a better fit for him in the AL than the athletics that's what i, th- I think he's was. too expensive yeah. and it does not fit the typical a's mold of kind of on base and nothing else exactly but you need someone to like switch it up every once in a while he seems to be the kind i i know they've got a lot of big bashers in their lineup already guys who can really hit but he would be he would make that lineup even scarier and we all know that they're not going to drop that kind of cash. But yeah, like you, I also thought the A's would, were the best fit, just off the top of my head. If the if the NL were to uh, adapt the DH, what team do you think he would go to in the NL? In the NL, I see no reason not to return to the Braves. I think that's a great fit for him. It's like, I think it's a better fit for him than the Mariners are, personally, except we don't know if they're going to have the DH. Because that's a young team, but like they're built to win now. They're clearly willing to like spend, try to get, they're trying to get pitching. They've already got a great amount of hitting, and he really helped that team out this year. And like him, Freddie Freeman, Ronald Acuna Jr., plus everything else that they've got there, that's great. Yeah. Braves return if you're confident they're keeping the DH, but if not, I think it's an AL team, and the Mariners are the one that, I don't know, speaks out to me the most. What do you think the chances are that there's no DH and he signs with the NL with an NL team? I think those are very low. I don't know, think there's an NL team that would be willing to— I mean, Unless he signs like a two-year massive, like massive average annual value kind of deal, like two years, forty-five million or something like that, which is highly unlikely, it just doesn't fit, man. It, it he doesn't make sense in the NL if there's no DH because his he just isn't a great fielder at all, and he's already confined to a corner outfield spot and probably should not even be playing those. All right, let's move on to the, the next guy on my list, which is DJ Lemayhew, and Fangraphs is saying median three years, 42 million. I think that I think that something is wrong with all of baseball if that's the way they're valuing DJ LeMayhew. Yeah, how old is DJ LeMayhew? What is he, like 31 right now? 32. 32. So, yeah, it's true that, like, he's getting a little up there. And I know that he and Ozuna were both MVP candidates this year. Neither of them won it. But both of them were and should have been near the top of the voting. I don't get why Ozuna is getting all this kind of hype and DJ LeMayhew is. I think it's just because he plays for the Yankees. Yankees are sort of like trying to keep it low key that they have a guy who can hit the ball so well. And yeah, like, I know his slugging kind of sucks. And we're in the kind of league where you want to hit a lot of bombs. And maybe, I mean, he's a guy who's played in Colorado and New York. So, I mean, the short you stole, you been... stole my point. Yeah. Oh, you thanks. St- yeah. Oh, shucks. <laughs> <laughs> the short forge has been great for him. So like, we don't know if he's going to hit anywhere else, but if I'm a team that like has another kind of bandbox size kind of ballpark, and I trust that he's going to keep hitting, I would sign him for more. I don't know about more years, but definitely I'd be willing to pay more than that. Cause I don't think the game, I think the Yankees are a little nervous about paying more than like 40 or 45 million as much as they want to keep him. It's like a team should absolutely try to get in there, pay 60, 65 million, something like that for three years or some sort of average annual value like that to try to get the Mayhew. I feel like that's crazy high. I feel like he's going to fall more in 50 to 55. I think that's the way that you get him away from the Yankees. I think he, I agree with you that he's probably valued more around like three years, 50, 55 million. But if to get him away from the Yankees, that's the kind of offer you make. And I was thinking Godfather offer, then I'm thinking like, well, it's not really a Godfather offer. It's not that much money. But yeah, for LeMahieu, it kind of, I think that's, I think that's sort of the range you got to go. And I, he could go anywhere, honestly. The Cardinals seem to make a little bit of sense as a fit for him. I know that like they- The Rays seem have, to make a lot of sense. The, the who? Just gonna, the Rays, just throwing it out there. Again, the- Guy one, plays three different positions and yeah. hits for contact. One thing that sucks about baseball right now is that like, you've got these two teams and the Rays and the A's. Like, if this was a basketball or something like that, and you've got these up-and-coming teams, like the Heat, for instance, who also, a team from Florida who surprised everyone in making it to the final to the finals this year, ignoring the fact that, I mean, the Rays were the number one overall seed, but not a lot of people predicted that. So 
the Heat are, you know, I mean, it's not like they're spending more money, but they're also kind of cap-strapped, and they're, like, aiming their sights at Giannis next summer. They're hoping for that. Or possibly a James Harden, as has been rumored. But the Tempe Rays are like, you know what? We just made the World Series. We're here. We're listening to trade offers on our best pitcher. Yeah, just, just like, listen to trade offers on our ace. It sucks that, like, the A's are a great fit for Ozuna. The Rays are a great fit for LeMahieu. And there's not a chance in hell he goes to either team. Yeah, uh, I, I wish there were more sign-and-trades available in MLB. Well, you know? there's no, again, for teams like the Rays and the A's, I mean, your GMs or owners are not listening to this, but I mean, at the same time, there's no salary cap in baseball. Again, there's no salary cap in baseball. You can spend as much money as you want. And yeah, you might not get as much money as the big guys like the Dodgers or the Yankees, but you're making money hand over fist regardless because of how big, like, the CBA is and everything like that and the TV deals. So don't hit me with this I'm broke stuff. I don't want to hear it. All right. So One of the, best bet by yeah. best fit is the Yankees. He's I think he's gonna go back to New York and I think he's going to take that fifty to fifty five million deal with New York. But it's not gonna be it shouldn't be at least like just fourteen million average annual value, I don't think, unless it's like a four or five year deal. All right. Another here's a big one. Trevor Bauer. Are you interested to hear what Fangraph says about Trevor Bauer? <laughs> I'm intrigued if it's going to be one year for 45 million or like five years for 120 million. But yeah, let's hear what they say. It's three years for 87 million. Wow, right in the middle. Um, I think that makes a lot of sense. It's three years is a good amount because he's a like. Do they do player options in baseball? I think they do. Yeah, they have opt outs. You can do an opt out. I feel like he's going to have an opt out after year one. Whatever contract Trevor Bauer has, there is going to be an opt out after year one. But I think the majority of the money is going to be in the second half of the deal. I, I I mean, that's just a hunch. I don't know if that's actually going to happen. We've seen Trevor Bauer talking about how much he wants to have, like, I don't know, just one-year contracts until he retires. Not going to happen. But I think an opt-out in year one with less money then and more money later makes a little bit. Remember that Daryl Darrell? Daryl? Darrell Revis deal with the Patriots where, like, year one was $7 million and year two was $25 million, but there was a team option or something like that? That's which was crazy, and I think like the yeah, Patriots, I remember that. Did they win the Super Bowl, or was that the year that they lost to the Giants? I don't remember. But regardless, I don't think I don't think Revis ever won with the Patriots. Okay, it was either twenty eleven or twenty fourteen. I can't quite remember. I'm sorry, Pats fans. But anyway, so the point I'm making with this is about is like, yeah, I think three years, eighty seven million is good. I don't really have any. I don't know. I don't really have any disagreements with that figure there. Best team is a great question. Um. One team that would obviously be great is going back to the Reds. I think that's a really good fit for him. Um, another fit that would be pretty good is, let's say, I, I, I know that you said a team like the Red Sox could be interested in Bauer, but I think that the th team that makes the most sense right now is probably New York, the Mets, because we've seen that they're willing to spend. There have already been rumors that Bauer like is being looked at by the Mets, that they like him, they want to sign him, they want to sign George Springer too, who I'm sure we're going to be talking about later. Um, Steve Cohen, their owner, just like, I don't know, it was just like asking people on Twitter who's underrated, I think, I saw the other day. And that's kind of a great owner to have versus like the Rays and the A's owner. So pretty sure he's the richest owner in baseball. He's going to be willing to spend. That's the exact kind of deal that someone like him would do. So yeah, I think somewhere in the range of like three years, 87 million, maybe where the first year is 20 million. And then the next years are like each like 33 and a half million something like that to like encourage him to stay, but say, hey, you still got your flexibility. So that's what I'm going with, the Mets. I think the top three teams, hmm, I don't know if it's top. Yeah, I would say top three, not in order, are Angels, Padres, and Mets. Angels and Padres. Tell me, so tell me I, why. Angels, I think, is a good idea because LA, UCLA, you know, there's that thing. Plus the Angels have needed pitching for 18 years and haven't done anything about it. Um and I feel like the Angels are definitely willing to spend for Bauer, especially if he only wants one-year deal. The Angels are trying to win with just stars and scrubs. Rendon, Bauer, Albert Pujols' is last year of his contract, and Mike Trout, and a bunch of guys on two $2 million deals. And then Padres, he would get reunited with Clevenger, obviously not for the first year because of Tommy John for, for Clevenger, yeah. but great park to pitch in, gets to join a World Series contender if he's there. That team... Uh, jumps up a level in its ceiling if he's there if he's there that team is absolutely a dodgers contender because you're a lit because again the longer kershaw's career goes on the shakier he kind of becomes 
it's a little hard to repeat the World Series, especially like how happy you are that you finally made it there. I don't know if Justin Turner is going to be back. Yeah. More about the Padres? Mm, I mean, I just feel like the Angels and Padres are, are the best fit. I think the Mets might offer him the most money. Yeah, I think it's fair. How much money can the Padres offer him? I don't know, like, what their uh, salary sheet looks like. Uh, I mean, Tatis isn't signed for long term. Yeah, obviously Clevin- Machado is. Machado is. Clevenger is. He took that weird deal before he got Tommy John that's basically a one-year deal. Yeah. It looks like they have do have a ton of money. It says that their active payroll is about $117 million. Yeah, that's so, a lot of money. They have about $100 million. That's doable. That's absolutely doable. Um, it looks like they might end up, they're probably going to end up having a little bit more than that, maybe closer to $140 million for the upcoming season. But yeah, absolutely, that makes sense. And like, especially since it seems like he's not going to sign a huge deal. And then that's a great rotation that you've got at the front. Like him, Denelson, Lamette, maybe Paddock is better this year. Obviously, Clevenger isn't there this year, but you never know like what he's going to be like when he comes back. I'm I'm pretty good with that. Let's move on to the number one outfielder on the market. Oh, George Springer. Jackie. Oh, yeah, George Springer. Uh, we're not talking about defense here. Oh, sorry. Okay. George Springer, five years, $110 million. Is that it? Sorry, that's... I mean, was... is that it? He's 31. I know. Poor George Springer. The Astros keep him down. Um, there was a big deal then. Like, I know that he came up a year before Brian did, but I remember just a huge deal. They tried to, like lowball him with an offer to pay off like through his arbitration and yeah now Springer's hitting the free agent market at like pretty old 31 years old he's a college he's a one of the few five tool guys that you get from college like a co- like college first round pick five tool guy those are rare but I think he hadn't quite bloomed enough in high school and so he went to the University of Connecticut and didn't debut I think till he was 25 so yeah it makes sense he says 31 five years 110 million makes sense how you feel like it for a guy like Springer yeah, 110 million is it's it, that's forever kind of money that you've gotten right there. But you almost feel like he deserves a little more. I mean, he's like one of the best postseason hitters of all time, right? But, yeah. Yeah. Run wise, yeah. Exactly. So five years 110 million makes sense. There's good, but there's gonna be a team that spends more than that on him. There's gonna be a team that gets up to 130. I think I think it's gonna be over for him. So I mean to be fair, I have been over on a lot of these contracts, and I wonder like if that sort of relates to like the game itself in the sense that maybe the median is sort of like what you feel comfortable offering, but for a lot of these guys uh, to get them, to be the one that get them, you have to offer a little more than you're comfortable offering. And I think, yeah, I think it's going to be over on, on a lot of this stuff, even if not for everybody. But yeah, so Springer 130 makes sense. I know the Red Sox are a great team for him to go to. I think that makes a lot of sense, the Red Sox. Also the Mets. Mets and Red Sox. Um, I'll ask you this. Those are the teams that jump out to me, but do you think there's a dark horse in there that no one's really talking about? For George Springer, I think his time with the Astros is definitely over. He seems to think so, too. From Yeah, I'm pretty sure he posted something. Oh, no, that was Reddick that posted. Yeah, okay. That was Reddick that posted that Instagram Jake thing. Jake Kaplan on The Athletic like a month or so ago said that, yeah. Springer's not coming back. The Ashes is a speed writer. Mm, I gotta think here. Those are the two that make sense, right? Because the guy's from New Britain, Connecticut. Red Sox are there. Mets are there. No way he's going to the Yankees. They don't even have a fit for him there. They also don't want to spend that kind of money. I, I think it's 100% more Mets than Red Sox. Red Sox don't need outfielders. They need pitching. I, I would be very upset if we signed George Springer to a long-term deal. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it doesn't really fit with your schedule because then like if you if you're getting springer you want to win like the next three years mets mets make sense steve cohn's the guy who's going to drop a bunch of money on springer and bauer and then still have a bunch left over yeah just question on this is what are we going to get from pete alonzo next year i feel like i didn't even hear his name at all this year he turned it on at the end of the season he hit he ended up with a good amount of home runs okay okay i like uh i like seeing good things from pete alonzo he's a fun guy to root for it seems like the mets are going to be fun next year we, at the very least, we can hope that we see a really fun Mets team next year because clearly Mets fans do not get a lot to cheer about. I know they were in the World Series five years ago, which is a sentence that sounds kind of insane to me, doesn't it? They also, they only won one game in that World Series. But they got there. doesn't? Isn't that crazy? The Mets versus the Cubs in the NLCS? Mets swept them. Oh, I, I'm like, again, I know this. I remember when this happened, but it's crazy that that was only five years ago. I don't know. I think it's crazy still that the Cubs, like, 
just absolutely tanked the way that they did. Like, every time you, a team wins the World Series, like, oh, yeah, this team's going to be around forever. The Cubs really, really, really were not. Yeah, no, they literally took a step down every year. Yeah. Makes me kind of sad, but, oh, well, that's what happens when your pitching is just a little bit too old and your hitters uh, can't stay healthy. On to the big catcher, JT Real Muto. Five years, $110 million. Phillies have got to pay the man. If you're the Phillies and you don't pay him, oh, man, you're... This is a massive mistake. No, it would be dumb to pay him. I I think the exact opposite. Why? Maybe he's the best catcher in baseball. Their bullpen ERA was over seven. Okay, but you're not going to spend $110 million fixing your bullpen. Bullpen I mean, the Rockies did it. It didn't work for them, but... Listen, if you you really want to fix your bullpen, sign the top three guys in the market and JT Real Muto and say, you know what? They don't have money. Do you not see what's been all over Twitter? They don't have money. What's been all over Twitter? Phillies lost a lot of money this year. Oh, interesting. So they can't pay Real Muto. They're going to have to go bargain bin on the bullpen. Trade Bryce Harper while you're at it. I mean, the guy the guy seems be to be down. primed for the season of his life this upcoming year from all the underlying stats. It seems like he's might be like the best player in baseball again, and you're probably going to waste him because like Scott Kingery friggin' sucks. And I, I don't even know what else is like that team is made out of. Aaron Nola? Aaron Nola and Bryce Harper. I mean, like, terrific. Zach Wheeler's there too, but... Apparently there are trade rumors traded. that their owner like vehemently denied. He said he wouldn't they trade him for Babe Ruth. Then they say that their owner said that he wouldn't trade Zach Wheeler for Babe Ruth. Probably because Babe Ruth's dead. Wonder if it would be. I mean, I don't think they. I think their owner is Dave Dombrowski now. So their maybe, owner maybe or their president of baseball operations. Uh, same thing. I very uh, different thing. They sound the same, but they are not the same. Uh, uh, their owner said that whoever it was. Um. Say so if well if it isn't the Phillies and if he's if they can't afford that which like. Kind of scratches them off the list. Um, I don't it's gotta know. be the Mets. It's gotta be the Mets, right? Dude, okay. There's no. Dude, no. The okay, Mets. here's the thing. Here's Mets the thing. Aren't signing all three? It's too, yeah. That's what I'm about to say. Out. They're not gonna sign all three, but they're the likely landing spot for a lot of these guys. Just because they're the only team, they're probably going to sign like a couple of them, but they're not gonna sign all of them. Okay, so didn't they just sign James McCann though? So that's the thing. That's not confirmed yet. Like Still? somebody, yeah. Is it like they get leaked, like not a Rosenthal kind of thing? I mean, one of my tweet notification. I'm gonna look up the James McCann situation right now. Yeah, I mean, I got a text from you. There's like James McCann to the Mets, but I hadn't seen anything about that. So I don't know. I, I didn't see anything on ESPN or Passan, but maybe I missed something. But let's say so. If Real Muto isn't going to the Mets, I don't know what kind of catcher situation is there. I don't think the rumors has James McCann signed for the Mets. Okay, here we go. The Yankees are great for Real Muto if they weren't trying to spend zero dollars. But like, do you really think that Jonathan Loisiaga is like the long-term solution at catcher? They seem to be what they're trying to trade Gary Sanchez. I mean, I don't think they can so, afford Real Muto right now. But Rosenthal straight up reported that they're closing in on a four-year deal. Oh, then four-year deal means he's their big catcher. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, no, but no, but then thirty-three minutes later, that they. It was said that the two sides do not yet have an agreement, but it might be due to the fact that they're working out the money. Yeah. But the thing is, it's been a almost it's been a day and a half, and nothing else. Nobody's even tweeted like a rumor about it. Yeah. Which is super weird. I think here's a here's a team. Here's a thing. I think the Blue Jays. Uh, no, they Danny go... Jansen. What? Danny Jansen. They okay, love him. Danny Jansen. Uh, Danny Jansen and Reese McGuire. I know that they've got these guys, and um. Alejandro Kirk as well. Oh, he's a unit. I love him. Yeah. So that's a question. But like, let's say you go after Real Muto and then you trade Kirk for like some stuff that could help your team right now. Isn't that like the kind of move that would be really great to make? I mean, like you probably can't rob the Phillies blind quite in the same way. But imagine like if they trade like a package like revolving around Christian Kirk and like some other pieces for Aaron Nola. Christian Kirk. <laughs> Not Christian Kirk. Alejandro Kirk. I'm sorry. I'm uh, thinking of the Arizona Cardinals right now. But wouldn't that just be like a such a classic Phillies move to make? Like a Dombrowski's like, well, you know what? Cutting costs. Now we don't have Aaron Nola. Now we don't have JT Real Muto. But we have this young catcher, which is exactly the kind of situation we had before we had Real Muto when we traded a young catcher to the Marlins. But no. But I kind of like the idea of the, of the Blue Jays doing it, even though they do like... One... Pitching more than any hitting. Yeah, but like maybe then they could trade their catchers for pitchers. I don't know. 
So, like, who do you think is the main team to sign him then? If it's not the Phillies, and let's say it's not the Mets, let's say it's not the Mets. It looks like they're going after James McCann. Who? Uh, the White, the White Sox. Do the Whites because they what because they lost James McCann? They're going to update, uh, upgrade with Real Muto. You think? But they already yeah, had his really... money, Grand Grandal. Yeah, I mean, there's I'm... not a lot of good fits. There's not like nobody really needs that much of a catcher. Yeah, that's the thing. Like a great, the the best catcher is he really worth that much money? I don't know. It's yeah, it is. It is kind of a weird. You're thing. paying him twenty two million dollars a year to hit two eighty with like twelve home runs. Yeah, like. That's the thing about real, like a guy like Real Muto. No one pays their catchers very much because there aren't very many great catchers. And like the catchers who usually have are like the lucky guys that you get, who um, what you call it, like who are just like these guys who are your prospect or something like that. And you groom them up like in your own system. Most people are not willing. Also, to... catchers get yeah. converted. Harper was a catcher. Schwarber was a catcher. Yeah. Carlos Santana was a catcher. Um, never. Mind, I can't remember the guy's name. But yeah, Harper was a catcher. He uh. Definitely, everyone knew he was going to change. I'm not surprised. But yeah, so like no one's got it in their budget. Like, oh, drop drop the bag on a catcher. And so that's why I guess guys like catchers don't necessarily get paid, even though they clearly should. Um, yeah, I don't know what other kind of fits we're looking at. Maybe the Cardinals, if they're like looking to replace Yachty. I don't know if they got the cap space for that. Maybe. It doesn't seem like the Cardinals have big players at any position, but you never know what they're going for. Maybe Milwaukee. Could be a team, but they don't seem to be that competitive. So, yeah, I don't know what we're going to see from Real Muto. But apparently the Yankees are also, like, a team that could use a catcher really badly. Obviously, Sanchez. Sanchez kind of sucks, and Luis Yaga is not great. But who's your next guy? I mean, Higashioka. Higashioka. Luis Yaga is the bullpen guy. I don't know why I keep saying him. Um, We could go with a shortstop, or we could go with an outfielder. I assume the outfielder is uh, Jackie Bradley Jr.? No. All right, it's Michael Brantley. Yeah. Okay, let's go with Michael Brantley. What do we got? Okay, three, three or forty-five million. That's solid. I don't think he gets that long of a deal. Well, maybe. I don't know. From an AL team, you would. AL team, yeah, because like you have a guy who ages. He's never gonna like lose the ability to hit until he starts slowing down a little more. But he's also still a patient guy as well. Um, that's a. I know the Yankees were like apparently in talks to get him. But they don't have room in their outfield, even though he's a classic Yankees like guy to replace DJ LeMahieu, possibly. Short porch guy for sure. But like, couldn't you kind of see him going to play first base for the Yankees, even though he's never played that before? No, no I actually can't. No, no. I kind of they have void. They have void. Or they have void there, right? Because then they have Stanton's or DH. Right? I forgot LeMahieu's playing second base here. Um. So I I don't know where Brantley goes. To get. Yeah, it's an AL team. Do you think that the White Sox make sense for him? No, because they signed Eaton. They, apparently, they were their three guys were either Jock Peterson, Brantley, or Eaton, and they decided on Eaton. They went on Adam Eaton. I mean, of World it's, Series champion. It's because you know it was only one year deal, seven million dollars. So like, yeah, but come on, the dude, the dude's not great. He's not exactly the great um locker room character guy. Michael Brantley is a little bit better in that department than Adam Eaton. I'm just gonna say that. You like delve a little into what Adam Eden has done in the past. Not done in yeah, like a bad great. thing, just like teammate feuds. I think like Adam, he had a, yeah, he, he had that huge. He had that thing with Todd Frazier. That was hilarious. And like uh, Adam LaRoche and Drake LaRoche. Remember all that kind of stuff? On the White Sox, I think. That weird stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, mm, that was, that was, a, that, I, that was hilarious. Yeah. The Todd Frazier stuff, like that was, they, they seem to hate each other. So I don't know what Adam Bean is doing, sparking all these fights, but you know, intrigues me a little bit. So if he doesn't go to the White Sox, the Yankees don't make sense because they don't have a fit. Then who are we looking at really? The Twins? I don't know if they've got room. They might. I mean, I mean, if they're, they're going to want Nelson Cruz in that outfield, I can guarantee you. They're going to want Nelson Cruz at DH. Who's a uh, DH rather? Yeah. Left is Kepler. Exactly. Is he going to play right? Yeah. It's it's a little. It's again. I don't know why I keep going back to the Cardinals. I think it's because the Cardinals, like, it seems like they should have enough, all the money in the world to sign guys. And yet, I don't even know who the best player on their team is. Who's the best player on the Cardinals? Uh, Jack Flaherty. Talking about hitting, hitter, hitting wise. Goldschmidt. Gold. Oh yeah, Goldschmidt's on the team now. But yeah, I feel like Brantley kind of fits with that Cardinals team. I'm gonna say that a lot. Honestly, the Cardinals are like very well rounded, above average. That I, you could convince me that anybody could fit in there. That's why I think I, that's why I keep thinking of them. It's like, yeah, you could always upgrade here. 
like at any spot basically besides maybe first base and uh ace pitcher and their bullpen's really good but yeah brantley makes sense for them i mean like he's the kind of guy who fits would fit well in that locker room who would age well that's kind of what the cardinals need i mean you hope they did that he doesn't have to dh maybe like if you get the dh then i mean he's your guy to do it so i could see the cardinals signing him to a deal like that i don't know do you have anyone who sticks out to you like is there anyone who you think is trying to contend but like is isn't a team that like was above 500 last year or was quite close enough to 500 last year who you think could be really good this past year like are the Marlins a Michael Brantley kind of team? If you're just trying to upgrade it like that, just like get a veteran presence in that room? I, if I were the Marlins, I would do it 100%. Yeah. Marlins, dark horse. I don't think they're the most likely. Kind of like him as a, almost like you're out of options unless you go back to the Astros. Astros make the most sense, in my opinion. I think he fits perfectly on the Astros. I just don't know if, if he wants to and if they're willing to spend because I know they're super worried about their bullpen. And also, of course, about the upcoming years with uh, Correa being a free agent. That Yeah. Hmm. Correa being a free agent next year is nerve-wracking as hell for them because especially after all uh, the stuff that's been happening with stealing signs and all that, Correa is clearly the heart and soul of the team. Like, he was the only guy who's willing, I guess I say willing, that it's it might be a strong word, like, to stand up and be like, you know what? I don't care. We deserve to be where we were. And, like, right or not at the very least you can tell he's got everyone's back so they need him there long term let's move to a shortstop all right the best shortstop of this free agent market i assume marcus Semyon. Oh, man three years 51 million that's i guess fair might be a little rich. i think i think i, I think it's, it's a little high. rich yeah well okay is he for real is he the mvp candidate that he was uh no, he's not going to be an mvp candidate no, no 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 you think he's done as far as that goes he's not an mvp candidate he's just an above average starting shortstop you don't think he's going to, like, be t- near the top of the league in war again? He's a shortstop, so he might. I don't know. What are we going to, like, what do you think that he does? Like, who fits, I don't know, the Reds could use him. That's a good team that could that could go there. Um, mm. Well, Not the best contact guy. I mean, better than most, but, like. Not everyone in the Reds is Joey Votto. We know that the Reds need a shortstop more than almost any other team in baseball. So doesn't that kind of make sense for him? I mean, it does, but. I think they should go after a lower kind of, kind of shortstop. I think they should go after eh, more of a stop yeah, gap, no... even like and hold out for next year. Hope that like one of the big guns gets to you, so you don't they didn't like spend everything all in one place this year. God, yeah, no, I just don't. I think it's too much of a gamble for the Reds. I uh... I think he should go back to the A's, but they're just not going to spend the money on him. Like he fits on that team well. So there's no real, like real reason for him to go. It's just because you know it's the A's. So they're not gonna I'd love to see Matt Chapman there. at shortstop. What? I'd love to see Matt Chapman at shortstop. I don't think Matt Chapman could play shortstop quite as well as you think he could. He's got a third baseman's body. Wow, that's si- that's pretty sizest. It's just it's the hips, you know. It's the hips. But A Rod had had large hips. No, is listen. Chapman plays incredibly. Yes, he, yes, we get it. He has a wagon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So. I think the Reds make sense. Who else do you think makes sense? Do you think someone like Toronto makes sense? Do you like like the makeup Toronto, of the right now? Get Bo Bichette out of out of shortstop. Well, I mean, what is Vlad Jr. really going to keep playing third base? But if you why would you send me into third base? I don't know. Why not? Yeah, Bo, Bo Bichette. I mean, should be the long term solution there, though. You're right. And obviously, Kavon Biggio at second base, whom I love, and I can't believe the Astros didn't draft. Makes no sense. But I guess he's got to be his own player. Um. All right, so, but Reds are still, like, we're, I think. Yeah, I think Re- I'm leaning towards Reds, but I would I would bet on him going back to Oakland. Yeah, that's fair. It probably would not be three years, 51 million, though, so. It would be closer to 45, I think. I think it's also not. But I think it's there. supposed to be closer to 45 anyway. Maybe it's, like, four years, 50 million. I, if, I would see him taking that if he went back to the athletics. Yeah, just, like, one more year just to make sure he stays. Um. Yeah, I wonder what if that's the median. I wonder like what the high end stuff is, because no way the dude's getting like three years, seventy five million or whatever. Who's next? Who do we got next? Do you want to go pitcher or position player? Let's go pitcher. We haven't had as nearly as many of those. Masahiro Tanaka. <sighs> Two years. Three years, fifty four million. Three years, fifty four. It's a little much. Yeah, he's a great postseason guy. He seems to barely make it the regular season, so sort of like uh, needs band aids and tape and glue and everything like that just to make sure he gets to the postseason in the first place and that already makes it like limited in the number of teams who are going to be willing to go after him 
but I do sort of see like a younger team, like not. I don't think it would be the Marlins, but a team like the Marlins looking at you know who scream is screaming at me right now. The Angels. That I could see that there. You bring him, um, mediocre starting pitcher that's going to get overpaid and is going to be asked to pitch like an ace. Listen, if the Angels get him, he absolutely is getting at least that much money. <laughs> the Angels, I believe... Um, Bro, Dylan Bundy, Julio Tehran, Masahiro Tanaka. 2014 Cy Young Awards. Oh, man. Dil- uh, Dylan Bundy's best year actually was last year, so... Yeah, I don't know if I believe it or not. I believe it. I strongly believe in Dylan Bundy. Hey, I called that. I called that before last spring trip. Well, kind of, of course you believe what? it. I just, I, of course you do. Yeah, because I've already bought in, but... Eh. I'm good with it. I, I think he should be pretty good next season if he makes the playoffs. Do you think the Angels are a playoff team next year? They almost got it this year. They're just in like no. a terrible division. Yeah. They, no, they, they're, I will continue to talk bad about the Angels until they do well because they have had 10 years of trying to... I, I say it over and over again. They've It's been 10 years since they've addressed the issue, which is pitching. Yeah, so the Angels, they're not... The Mets are clearly the Browns. I think the the Angels are sort of like the Lions, though. Although at least they they do have like some. No, the Mets are the, the Mets are the Jets. The Mets are the Jets. Mets are the Jets. I mean, that also lines up. Yeah. Um. Poor Angels. They like there have been so many seasons where they've won like between like seventy five and eighty five games. Yeah. The Angels are a Jeff Fisher coach team, hundred percent. Yeah, they're largely mediocre. It's largely mediocre. They they don't have the, the Titans hundred yeah, percent. Their ceiling, it's never gonna push. They're never gonna get pushed over the top. They need like a starting pitcher to just like blow the roof off of like what they can do. Derek Derek Henry is Mike Trout. Dang. Well, ah, it doesn't line up perfectly. I'm thinking of like more the Calvin. I'm thinking more of like the Calvin Johnson era Lions. Like Calvin Johnson is Mike Trout. That's much more realistic. Like if Mike Trout just walked away from the game of baseball at 31. Obviously, no, he wouldn't do that. But like, I mean, what if the Angels just made him that Scott sad? That he would... On a contract, I don't think he's gonna do it. <laughs> also, Mike Trout loves baseball, but does he? Yeah, Mike Trout is like the biggest. Like, uh, I think Mike Trout loves baseball more than possibly any other player in baseball right now, which is exactly the kind of mindset you want to have if you're Mike Trout. But I don't know. I don't know. Does just James Harden love basketball? I don't know. What's, what, I don't know what's gonna happen with this whole James Harden thing. Today, he said he wanted to go to the Bucks or the Heat. We know Giannis. Player empowerment is getting to be too much for me. Giannis is um huge. Giannis isn't making a deal with anybody. Okay, you know? is player empowerment getting too getting too much for you? Hundred percent. Harden is not going to get traded, like unless the well, Rockets. That's because the Rockets don't want like. No, I mean player empowerment would mean that like everyone yeah, is on get, the side of like, Harden and being like, yeah, he should be traded. Actually, everyone's on the side of the Rockets in this kind of. I don't think player empowerment is going too far. I think that like Harden is trying to push the limits of like how far it can go, and it's not getting pushed that far. And so, I mean, what, do you think the he's going to go to the Bucks for, like, Dante DiVincenzo or something like that? Not a chance in the world. Like, Miami is interesting. Like, you throw in Tyler Hero. You throw in Duncan Robinson. You throw in um, some other guys as well, some first-round picks. That's a little more intriguing, right? Yeah, you know, throw away your whole future. I mean, you still have Bam out of bio. I didn't say put him in the trade. But yeah, Tyler Hero is like is not going to ever be as good as James Harden. And James Harden, Bam Adebayo, and Jimmy Butler, like that's a title team, hands down. Like, do you know how many times is Jimmy Butler going to scream at James Harden for not playing defense? Harden is actually playing a lot more defense this year. He's going to scream at him more in the locker room, in my opinion. Not, not, not especially not this year on a team that he doesn't want to be on. No, he said he wants to get traded to the Heat. He's no, I mean on the regardless of what team he's on. Who? James Harden. Just- Harden. He never wants to be there. Is that what, is that your opinion on this? No, I'm saying if he goes back to the Rockets, he's certainly not going to play defense. Okay, but if he goes to the Heat, he would. I don't. There, I feel like there's no evidence for that. He played defense on the Rockets this past year. Played some good defense when he had to. When he had to. Which was most of the time. No, I I remember exactly one time when he played defense. Okay, I remember a lot more because I was watching a lot more. Maybe watch the games instead of uh. Oh, listen. Harden got a little bit better at transition and help defense, but he got a lot better at on ball defense. That's where it really showed. Because, like, he was playing, he was guarding fours a lot. Sometimes even guarding fives, which, I mean, he's a stout man. I wonder if, like, what position you play shouldn't be determined by, like, how tall you are, but, like, 
the si- like the size of your butt when you get into the a defensive stance. Because I mean, can't move Harden, can't move him. You got to shoot over him. I don't know. I think we're I think we're getting a little off topic. What player were we on? Masahiro Tanaka. Yeah, Angels works. I'm cool with that. Great. If it works for you, it works for me. Yeah. Do you? Th- I think the money is a bit high. Yeah, I, I also, also agree. think the years might be a bit high. I think if the Angels want him, that's the price they're going to have to pay. No, that's the price they will pay. It's not the price that they have to pay. Yeah, that's a better point. More likely. Um, so you said you had someone after the pitcher. Who who we got? Oh, I didn't. I was just. I'm just gonna pick from the list. I'm okay. Gonna, I'm gonna see. Give me Liam Hendricks. I want to hear that because what I like about these bullpen guys is they could go anywhere. All right, three years, thirty-six million. Do people like choose like the most likely team he goes to? Is that a thing they've no, done there? No, unfortunately not. It's too bad. Three years, thirty-six million. Honestly, bargain. Grab him. Grab him up. So, I mean, I agree. Him. Bargain. But I just, that's because I feel like all relievers are most mostly bargain. Yeah. Um, I've seen that the Astros might actually be interested in Hendricks, and I think that's a great fit because, like, Ryan Presley, as much as I love the man, as much as I love all these uh young kids in the Astros bullpen, he really Andre stepped Scrub. up this year. What? Andre Scrub, you don't like him? Oh, I love Andre Scrub. I gotta tell you that Andre, Andre Scrub is some of the nastiest stuff in baseball. It almost doesn't make sense the stuff that he does, and he can't control it. I don't think anyone can control it, but I'm cool with that. Uh, he seems to be constantly in the middle of a three-two count, so. I don't know. The guy uh, just gets on by the seat of his pants. But Liam Hendricks makes sense in the sense that like, you can then bump everyone down a little bit down the totem pole. Uh, you've got more like room for your bullpen basically to like, I don't know, just do a little better. What I heard saw that was a little sad is Sai Sneed uh, left the Astros, I believe, to go to Japan. Yeah, I, I heard that. Sai Sneed, famed Alaskan, mm-hmm. just should be noted, got an incredible beard. Um, I think Cy Snead, wake me up in like two or three years. Cy Snead's going to be the kind of guy who, there was like a pitcher version of Eric Thames, right? Who like, Josh Lindblom? Yeah, Lindblom. I think uh, Snead might pull um, a Josh Lindblom over the next few years because I think that he got a little unlucky this year. He's not from Alaska. He lives in Alaska. He's from Nevada. He lives in Alaska. Uh, let me see. Every time I see Snyder, Snyder, it seems he's in Alaska. Uh, no, he, nope, not according to Wikipedia, Nevada. Are you sure about this? Snyder, yes. he spends his off season at home in Alaska. At home in Alaska. Also, it says he's a native of Idaho. Where the hell did you get Nevada from? Wikipedia. What are you talking about? This is uh, MLB.com. I think MLB.com knows more than your Wikipedia page. MLB.com can edit that. Probably bad about no, me. I'm saying he's from Nevada. No, he born in Elko, Nevada. Fine, but the dude lives in Alaska. He's so he's an Alaskan at this point, right? Well, now he's gonna live in Japan. He's not gonna live in Alaska anymore. Yeah, that's true. But again, not talking about Sai Snead, talking about Liam Hendricks. I think that that deal makes a lo- pretty good deal of sense. I think he gets paid more though. I think he gets paid an extra year, an extra twelve mil, not like twenty four mil a year, but I think he gets paid like four forty eight. Uh, so Sam, where do you think Liam Hendricks goes, and how much? White Sox. Who? White Sox, three for thirty. Why the White Sox? White that apparently a lot of people have been reporting that a reliever, specifically Hendricks, is the White Sox' main goal for this offseason. Interesting. I mean, because they've been relying on Alex Colome for far too long without anybody noticing. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, but it was Bob Nightingale who said that. Do you trust Bob Nightingale? Um, no. But I also think that it makes sense. Yeah. And I know they already got Lance Lynn and obviously Adam Eden. Lance Lynn is a great deal. Lance Lynn is always a great deal if you can get him. Dane Dunning kind of makes sense. It's a good price for him. You trade like a young, possibly good pitcher for a guy you know is going to be a good pitcher, even though he's a vet. So I like the move. Um, so I just was looking at an article talking about Liam Hendricks, and it was from Chicago. And so this is entirely unrelated to what we've been talking about, but... If Deshaun Watson and Mitch Trubisky switch places, what are we doing? If Deshaun Watson and Mitch Trubisky, Mitch Trubisky switch places, wouldn't Chicago be like the best team in the NFC, and the Texans be like zero and twelve, right alongside the Jets? No. What? So, well, let's say that like back in what what draft was it? Twenty seventeen? Was it twenty eighteen? Remember when? The Bears took Trubisky. Watson went like eleven or twelve or twelve, I think, to the yeah, Texans. Mahomes went what? to the Chiefs. Mahomes went to the Mahomes... Chiefs. Let's say Watson goes number two, and the Texans decide to take Trubisky at twelve. Fast forward to this year. How bad are the Texans? 
Are they Jets level bad if Trubisky is their starting quarterback? Uh, well, I think a lot of things change. First of all, Bill O'Brien is not employed for as long as he was. Yeah. Has Deshaun is Deshaun Watson a Super Bowl champion? Not even close. Bears. Bears. Bears have a great defense. Allen Robinson. Yep. That you've congratulations. You've named every single player that's worth noting on the Chicago Bears. Yeah. Yeah. You said the defense. The defense and Allen Robinson. Listen, I know the running backs and O line are a little bad, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how we got here. That's uh no, the Eagles have Carson Wentz. It's literally the same thing. You don't have an O line, don't have a run game, but you have a decent defense. Carson Wentz and Deshaun Watson are not even in the same area code as far as uh quarterback. I think Carson play. Wentz gets a bad rap. What? Person I, I personally think Carson Wentz gets a bad rap. Daniel Jones's ceiling is Carson Wentz. That's just a cheap shot, and it's also not true. Uh fumbles, 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 fumbles. Uh bad offensive like, line. Might mm-hmm. lead your team to like a twelve and 0 season before getting hurt one year. Is that yeah, Daniel what, Jones' what, ceiling? No, it's not Daniel Jones' ceiling. Yeah, Daniel Jones, Jones is, a, is a unique player. Okay. Uniquely um, turnover prone. Uniquely on top of the NFC East. That's not Daniel Jones on top of the NFC East. That is uh, Hook. Daniel Jones that is our Daniel boy, Jones Colt McCoy. That is Colt no, McCoy who has him there. Colt McCoy's got him on two-game winning streak. So. Uh, Colt McCoy did not play the majority of the game um, against the Bengals. He played a lot. That is the Bengals. Okay, Colt McCoy, Colt McCoy could beat the Bengals in his sleep. I literally was like 50% completion rate. Cole <laughs> McCoy and Freddie Morris getting it done. I don't even know what other year that could have been possible. Maybe 2014. But I think that's great. I think it's great news. All right. Uh, who we got next? We got a couple more here. Let's go. Two more. And then, we just go... and then we're out of here. Yeah. Did we just do a position player? No, we just did Hendricks. Yeah. So let's do a position player. All right. Give me a position. Just give me the best position player on the market that we haven't mentioned. Or your Justin favorite, Turner. the guy who you think would be great to sign. Justin Turner. Justin. Ugh. Come on. Give me something real. Justin Turner is two years, $15 million, and the team already feels bad after the first year. Two years, $15 million total. Are people saying he's going to get 230 Yeah, thir- mm. 232 I don't know about that with Justin Turner. I don't trust the guy to stay um, responsible. Apparently his teammates love him. Love he's him a World much. Series I don't champion. care if they get COVID. Um, I don't know. I think he's kind of uh, past his prime over here. He probably goes back to the Dodgers on the cheap. Well, actually, it seems like the Dodgers are kind of willing to like cut bait with him. Not like because they dislike him. Uh, yeah, no. I think I think it's a very happy happy coincidence that they can say it was because uh you didn't approve of his actions, but in reality, it's his. It's not worth gambling on a thirty six year old. Exactly. I think he goes NL. I think he goes to a team that probably should be better off using its money somewhere else. So actually, I think so he's he's in joined. LA. <laughs> goes to the Angels. What? I would lo- wait. Where's Rendon gonna play? Put Turner at DH. Where's Pujols gonna play? The bench. <laughs> he's gonna sit on the bench with thirty million dollars. Listen, it's his last. Ah, oh, jeez, it's the last year. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's his last year, and he's going for seven hundred. Put Turner at first base. Put play. Put Pools back at first base. Say, you know what? You, you see, see what you can his, do. I don't think his feet work anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you do with Albert Pools. I remember back when I was scared of him, real scared. Pools comes up, you know, it's just over for you. I hope we don't see Trout. That happened to Trout in his thirties, or I guess to Pools is thirty twos and onward. Because uh, still not sure about his age. I don't think anybody is. Pretty sure it's. Uh, I'm confident saying he, he's forty two. Very confident. Great, great hitter when he was on the Cardinals, but that's that's his career. Then that's his career. He, it's amazing, bro. It's man. I just look at this like his career with the Angels, and I just cry. I mean, two fifty seven, three twelve, four forty eight. It's bad. That's the most. That's the most lucrative. And, and not in nine years, and you're paying him literally twenty five million dollars a year to have an OPS plus of one hundred and nine. Is that, and not play the field. Is that the second most lucrative free agent contract signing ever? Is the third most? Huh. Lucrative for agent no. signing for a position player. Doesn't it go Harper, Machado, Pujols? Uh, I should know more about this. Fielder got two fourteen. Not anywhere close. Pujols was like ten years, two sixty, right? Pujols was ten two fifty four. Fifty four. Cano was ten two forty. Yeah. Machado was thirteen three hundred. No, what was he? It was he was like ten three twenty something like that? He was three hundred. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Harper was thirteen three. 30? Yeah, Har- yeah, Harper's 13, 330. Cole, Cole was pretty high. Was Machado was only 10 years, I think. Machado was 10 years. And obviously, and, there was, honestly, there was A-Rod. There's A-Rod as well. 
but uh, A Rod first one was an ex- or the second one was an extension. But the first one was not an extension. First one was I think ten to forty as well. Also, A Rod opted out. Remember, A Rod opted out of like the deal that he had with the Yankees, and then he resigned with the Yankees. So it was kind of a little weird at that for that one. So okay, I'm well, actually, Pools was only two forty. So Rendon's was actually technically higher. I find that a little funny. Let's see. Mookie Betts was Mookie Betts technically a free agent signing. Nah, that's an extension. That was like but a spring he's training a free agent. What summer? Yeah. Uh, so what team fits with? Rods was two seven was ten. No, I'm looking this up because I'm now like really interested in it. Turner Orioles two years, uh, twenty five million. Yeah, that's a great idea. What? <laughs> Replace Chris Davis. Rendon was ten for two forty. We're seven for two forty five. Are you serious? Wait a minute. That yeah. What? Yeah, he and. Uh, Strasburg got the same deal, except Strasburg got the deferred, I think. Oh, wait, yeah. Scherzer had 7 for 210, which is technically 14 for 210. Yeah, and Strasburg also had 7 for 245. Vada, no. Price, of course, 7 for 217. Yeah. We've named them all. We've named them all. We've named them all. Trust me. I'm still going through this list. Granky 6 for 207. Too much. That's too much. Eh. Hayward, 8 for 184. That's kind of sad, honestly. Teixeira, 8 for 180. Yeah. Jason Hayward instantly overpaid. What a shame. Shows you, I mean, teams don't make long, long deals like that anymore. Only ones they've made are for Machado and Harper, and those guys were so young when they had free agency. But, all right, let's go. Let's get one more in there. Or, or is, where do you think Turner's going? Uh, Dodgers. I don't think he goes away from the Dodgers. Jesus Christ, I didn't realize that Damian Lillard is making that much. Holy cow. Literally making $50 a year. Man gets $50 million a year. $50 a year. Straight cash. Yeah. Dan makes a lot of money. That's the that's the super super max, the mega max, the one the Harden turned down. Watson is f- gonna make a lot. Is making a lot of money. I can't wait to see what Dak gets. He's gonna get he's gonna get a pity forty million dollars a year. Yeah, well, I mean, Dak actually was like top bad. quarterback. Dak, yeah, Dak bad. is great. Dak bad. sucks. Dak really sucks. Dak he's, sucks. He has an abundance of weapons. And doesn't throw deep at all. I think you're making some mistakes. Look at the advanced stats, Dak. Oof. There's Oof. no advanced stats. It's football. Uh, T A N A Y slash A, whatever that means. Total average net yards per attempt. Yeah, there we go. That's yeah, that's advances like against. Not... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're the, as the, as the stat cast here. I guess you're right. We can't actually talk about football in good conscience since its stats are so embarrassing. No, I love talking about football. Um, fine. let's let's finish off with some more baseball. Give me your uh your last guy. James Paxton. Yeah, one year, prove it. It's two years for thirty. Team option year two, please. Okay, where did you go then? What? Okay, where does he go then? Paxton? Oh. Bring him back to the Mariners. Who says no? Honestly, that would be a great better yet, Better yet, bring him to the Angels. <laughs> I think he actually much- makes sense going back to the Mariners. I just don't think they're going to pay him that kind of money. I think he goes to the NL. I don't think he stays in the AL. Uh, really? In the NL, he's going to get lit up. Well, No, hmm. he gets lit up in the AL, yeah. not the NL. Yeah. I Got mean, everything mixed up. Wow. I think he... Uh, maybe the Cubs. There's a Cubs kind of thing. Like, Ew. Cubs? Got the a- Cubs, yeah. Looking for something. You gotta do. Listen, if you want Chris Bryant to stay, you have to make the playoffs. Bryant's not gonna stay. You see how Theo left? That's what Chris Bryant's about to do next year. Yeah, I know. Makes me sad. But if not the Cubs, then maybe um the Brewers. The Brewers uh seem to be pretty good at fixing up guys. Honestly, I could see the Brewers just because he's probably not gonna cost that much. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like they're not like trying to tank, so. Well, they shouldn't. Be. Yeah, they kind of they've threw Josh, it up. I mean, yeah, they've been trying to trade Josh Hader for God knows how long, but like they. Oh, oh yeah, Ellsbury seven for one fifty three. Just came. Just had to throw that out there. Who's Ellsbury? Oh yeah, remember that? <laughs> that was hilarious. All right, so Brewers. Brewers is uh where James Paxson could end up. It's not crazy, right? You know what? Blue Jays, hundred percent Blue Jays. I just talked myself into the Blue Jays. Yeah, the Blue Jays. Canada. Yeah, yeah Canada. That's true. Is he the big maple, the big oak, something like that? Yes, he's the big, yeah, the big oak. No, what would, why would, what would oak have? Maple is literally like what's on the. I Canadian knew it was the big maple, or maple something. Big chinkapin oak. <laughs> the big redwood. Um, what kind of other trees are there? The not that big pine. Nah, big maple. Big maple's good with me. Um, yeah, there are some teams which should be trying to get go for guys like we've been talking about. Some teams which shouldn't. Um, and some teams which shouldn't won't. I don't know. This is gonna be a weird, weird off season. No one's that exciting. Wake me up next year when um 
there's five different shortstops who yeah. are going to make $300 million. Oh, God, I can't wait for that. That's going to be um, one for the ages, honestly. If those guys don't all sign in like a five-day stretch in like the middle of December, I'm going to be kind of pissed. Not going to lie. That would be a lot of fun. Tell me that wouldn't be a ton of fun. It would be a ton of fun, but I wouldn't. I would much prefer it to be spread out so that after, if they sign it all in one week, then it's over. And it's like, well, this offseason's over. Yeah. What, what happens if, like, in one day, it suddenly, like, you wake up in the morning, it's like, oh, Trevor Story. What if they all sign the same million? And then, like, yeah, a couple hours later, Corey Seager has uh, agreed to terms. And then Carlos Correa is re signing. And then, uh, and goes- every time it's one more year and five more million dollars. Yeah. Or fifty more million dollars. No, literally just five more million. It's like one is ten for three hundred, the next is eleven for three oh five. <laughs> You're not getting good value on those. What? Eh. Yeah. Hmm? Teams are. The teams are, not the players. Just guarantee it for the extra year. Yeah. All right. Um, that about does it for us. This Sam, are we recording next week? Next week's a little bit of a weird week. Yeah, it's finals week. We probably won't, honestly. Yeah, and this is the last week that I will have access to a studio and a mic that actually, you know does the work right until january so we're probably going to take a break uh next week and then i think the week after that too we probably should take a break um should we will we have a podcast up before new year's do you think yeah yes i mean Find we're gonna have basketball back we're probably gonna have one or two pods up bef- uh in th- outside of this one during the rest of december we'll keep you guys posted on all this uh, hopefully we do get some action, some fireworks in baseball free agency. Lord knows that the NBA is uh, never going to stop. I think I think it's going to be a fun NBA year if you know they actually end up playing any games, right? I mean, it's supposed to start in a couple weeks. Yeah, you hear so see that this is college basketball, but Coach K is calling and being like, "Hey, uh, maybe we shouldn't be uh, playing this season." Uh, no, Duke already said that every non-ACC game on their schedule is not being played. Good for them. I mean, Coach K is right, and. If you, if any was the Big Ten is 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 saying we need Ohio State to be in the title game, so we're gonna get rid of the number of games. I uh, I want Cincinnati to be in there so badly. Putting friggin' Iowa State ahead of Cincinnati, which doesn't make a single ounce of sense. But Cyclones like Cyclone. But here's something still possible: if Clemson, which is playing in championship game, Clemson loses to Notre Dame, possible they already lost once. To be fair, they didn't have Trevor. If Iowa State loses to Oklahoma, which very, very possible. I think Oklahoma is a lot better than Iowa State. Iowa State just ended, ended up like wandering into there. Um, I believe if Florida loses in the SEC title game to Alabama, which I think is really likely because, I mean, Alabama's friggin' incredible. If if Florida beats Alabama, we've got a whole nother issue on our hands if everybody else wins. I don't even know what you do. Like, okay, here's a question. What happens if Florida beats Bama in the SEC title game? And no, they're not going to be in the college football playoff. They're what? not going to be in the playoff. They're not going to be in the playoff. What if Florida beats and then Clemson beats Notre Dame? Is Florida well, Clemson beating Notre Dame isn't like that's not going to hurt them as much. Yeah. So who who's in Florida or Notre Dame? If, Flo- if Notre Dame, hundred percent Notre Dame over yeah. Florida. Florida only's got one loss. Yeah. I think to A and M. I I still say no. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what you do there. Is is the big win more important than like the doesn't really matter kind of loss? Hey, any team, any time, any place. Yeah, and then obviously if Ohio State loses to Northwestern, along with those other three things happening, it's then... not gonna happen. Okay, let's back up. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't think Northwestern even has a football team. Justin Fields just needs to like singularly get COVID before the game, which I mean, sorry, I love Justin Fields, so I won't wish that kind of harm on him. That's what that's what needs to happen to get Cincy in the title game, or you know what? Put Cincy, put Luke Fickle in the Big Ten. Rutgers does not belong. Maybe this year. I don't know what they're like this year, but uh, bring Zach Taylor back to Cincinnati. You know who doesn't belong? You know who doesn't belong? Penn State this year. You know who doesn't belong? Michigan. Get him out. Get him out. Bring in Cincinnati. I mean, Michigan kind of sucks. Michigan kind of. I'm not gonna lie. Nebraska sucks. I don't even know why they're in the Big Ten in the first place. Bring them back to the Big Twelve. That's uh, where they belong. Probably geography. What? Geography. They used to be in the Big Twelve. I miss uh, those old. They would get blown out there too. What? They would get blown out there too. Yeah. Oh man. They should be in the big south. Luke honestly. Fickle is getting and Co are getting robbed this year. I think people need to shout this from the rooftops. But uh yeah. And if anyone uh didn't see it, I did actually go on via BU's uh TV thing and talk about just how bad college football is. I think that that was from about a couple weeks back, and college football remains in super bad shape. And it seems like college basketball is only gonna get worse, but at least UT at least. 
UT is good this year, which is what we have. We've got Cade Cunningham playing on Oklahoma State, a team that's not even going to make March Madness. But, you know, we take what we can get as far as college basketball goes to tie us over until the NBA and MLB get back. Sam, uh, talk to you when we talk to you. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll see what happens. Again, no podcast next week, probably one in two weeks, though, unlikely to be recorded that Thursday, maybe earlier in the week. I'm sure like we're going to have a ton to talk about in a week and a half something's got to give something's got to give whichever sport it's in something's got to give all right we'll see you guys then have a good one